0: Kevin Guthrie here from Radio New, delivering another one of our COVID-19 and mental health podcasts. Welcome and thank you for listening to another one of our lovely, lovely podcasts. So we're continuing with the theme of uh, mental health and COVID-19. Uh, I said I wanted to get some guests on, and I have my first guest sat right in front of me. There he is. So I have with me today Les Jones, director and creative director of Elysio Hair and Beauty on Stodman Street in Newark. Welcome, Les.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank you for being here. So I have been doing these podcasts now for <laughs> what it feels like forever, and I wanted other people's... Thoughts and feelings on what has been happening and how, I guess, how other people have handled it. So I just thought it'd be really helpful for other people to hear how other, other people have uh, handled this really uh, unusual, let's say, uh, situation. So on a personal level, tell me where you're at. Where are you at right now? Uh, working, not working, followed, not followed. What, what are you doing?
1: So currently I'm furloughed, um, yep. so I'm, I'm, I'm not working. I'm obviously making sure that the business is ready for operation on the 4th of July. Um, so I'm busy behind the scenes just making sure that we're compliant with the new regulations, with the PPE protection, uh, making sure we're keeping clients up to date, making sure the team are fit and healthy and ready for, for work again. Yep. So um, uh, there's a lot happening uh, for me at the moment, Kev, I, I'm uh, probably busier than I would have been in my day-to-day normal life. I say normal, but this is uh, pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm busy at the minute. Obviously, we've had the uh, shop refits, uh, yeah. which has also been, I think it, been quite a distraction for me, um, getting all those jobs done that uh, we haven't had time to do before. And also with the support of the, the government grants and the bounce back loans, it's meant that we've had the funds to be able to do that. Yep. So that's been quite nice, because I've actually had a clear sort of uh, shot at being able to do that.
0: And on a personal level, we, we can go back to the business in a little while, on a personal level, how, for you, how has this whole thing affected you? What has been, yes, let's start with a highlight. Do you have a highlight? Do you have... Something that you want to take away from this? Do you want a uh, something that's happened, something that's changed for you, but you want to keep in place?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I think I've um, I personally enjoy having more time at home. Um, yep. You know, our social life was always really busy before, so we yep. were sort of up and out on a Saturday and sort of coming home on a Sunday and, and, and sort of getting ready for work on the Monday. Um, so being at home a little bit more has been nicer. Slowing down, taking the time to just to, to breathe a little bit uh, and think things through yeah, um, has felt really healthy for me. Uh, being able to read a book, you know, three books in, well, two and a half books in, has been wow. really good. I know. Something I'm I would you do normally on, on holiday. <laughs> I'll give you some good recommendations, <laughs> Ted. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot to come from this, isn't there? I mean, you know, uh, I truly believe that circumstances like this will very rarely happen. Yeah. Fortunately. And, uh, you know, it's not normal for me not to work. It's something that I was, uh, I was born into, um, an environment of very chaotic, busy business owners. My parents had golf clubs and, uh, hotels and restaurants and things. So it was twelve, fourteen-hour days, you know. And we, we, sort of, yeah, we were brought up around this. Uh, work always came first. So, um, you know, to stop, it's probably taken me three months to sort of be able to get to to, to be at peace with that uh, and and accept that as being okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but on a personal note, there's a lot that I'd like to to keep. Um, Good.
0: I was, I was laughing then because in the beginning of this pandemic, uh, I recommended a book to you, a book, a book that I was really enjoying. And then you started to read it and you have just like surpassed me massively. I think I'm still about 10 pages in probably, and you're nearly, you're nearly finished now. So slightly envious of that. I have to say.
1: <laughs> I can do a recap at the end for you. Yeah.
0: I, I, I. I I'm gonna promise myself that one day I'm gonna read that book. I'm gonna promise myself that one day I'm gonna have the time to read that book. Uh so for everybody that doesn't know, Les and I, of course, live together as husband and husband. And actually, it's been a really divided house, hasn't it? For us. Yeah. In terms of I'm working full-time. The level of my work feels a little bit more stressful than previously. Uh and, and Les hasn't, although you have been really, really busy, but it has very much been a house of two halves where I spend most of my time in here in the office and just keep nipping out for the drinks. But, but you have been really busy considering that you're further. Yeah. you have been really busy. And let's just clarify a director of a business can keep himself busy, keeping the business going in the background. That is completely yeah. legal just to say in case anybody's going to jump on that one. Uh, but now you, you have been really busy. What has been, I guess, a more troublesome time for you?
1: I, I, I think like so many people, the, the intensity of the mood swings, you know, it's something that I, I control very well. There's this, I mean, I, I, I suffer with anxiety and have done for many years and have learned uh, the skill of being able to control it. Um, and I'm very much at peace with my anxiety now, but uh, there, there's these really strange mood swings. You sort of go from being okay and yeah. happy and appreciative that you've got this time off to having days where you just don't want to get out of bed, yeah. which, which isn't me at all. Um, you sort of lose your purpose um, yeah. I think going into sort of my second month, I was sort of uh, finding things to do, opposed to uh, doing things that needed to be done. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of people that will relate to this. Um, you, you know, I've, I've spoken to a lot of my family and my friends that have, you know, had good days and bad days, and and it you just can't predict that. No. Um, yeah. It, it's just it's that I think. I think it was the the intensity of the moods, and uh, I've learned just to go with them. If I'm having one of those days, just to give myself a bit of a break, and I try to get over them quicker. Uh, there's been a couple of days where I've sat on the sofa, like you know, watching rubbish on TV, and um, I have guilt for about uh, an hour or so, and then I think, oh well, laugh. um, <laughs> just to, just sit and watch rubbish. That's what you got to do?
0: I I was talking to somebody last week, and we were we were discussing. We were discussing those moments where you go, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But what wasn't happening with this particular person was they weren't stopping with purpose. And I was thinking about it as we were working together, and I was like, what's going off there? And I was like, oh, so, yeah, I'm going to sit and watch a film, but not completely allowing the mind to sink into that place of no, I am going to sit and watch this film and I'm going to enjoy it. Mm. And I'm going to allow myself. There was still this resistance. uh, And I think I referred to it as uh, sitting and resting with with purpose. So literally engaging the brain in, no, this is okay. I'm going to do this. Because if not, it's wasted.
1: Or, or, I I mean, actually, uh, giving yourself permission to do it. So for me, it was a verbal thing, sort of going it's okay to say I, I give you permission to have a lazy day or yeah. it, it's okay. And I, I think there's something really powerful in that because as soon as you say it, your body just sort of goes, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I think you have to, I think the more you, you fight these, it, it, all these emotions come up, don't they? Am I lazy? Why yeah. have I got no energy? Why am I feeling like this? You know, no, you can't do this. You've got to get out of bed and you, you've got to fight it and you, yeah. you'll find things to clean the house. And And actually what you're doing is sort of pushing it a little bit further down the line. So, you know, it might be tomorrow that you have an even worse day, but by giving yourself permission and going, it's all right. You know, if you want to stay in bed an extra hour, then do that. I tend to find that within about an hour or two, I'd be up and out anyway. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. but, but the other thing is, I think for me, it's people are talking about it a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I've had a couple of phone calls from other friends and business owners that have gone, I'm having a really rubbish day today. Yeah. And straight away, it, just felt, it felt nice to have somebody understand that. Yeah. Why,
0: why do you think that is for you? Why do you think that is? Uh,
1: because I, I think, uh, again, I, I, I know we're sort of talk, trying to divide my personal life and my business life, but for me, they're very intertwined. Yeah. Um, I think that uh you, um, you you challenge yourself, don't you, in business. You you wonder whether you're doing it right or wrong. Yeah. Um I, I think sometimes business can be really lonely. Um, you know, I I operate my business with your support a lot of the time, but fundamentally I'm on my own. Yeah. Um and it's a relatively big concern, not as big as a lot of businesses out there, but for one person to manage it's you know, it's it's a big Responsibility to have and to want to do it right. So, yeah. speaking to the businesses that we we, we sort of with funny things, I think business owners can be very much. We're doing great. We're positive. We're positive. That's what we're taught to do because if yeah. we start getting to this negative rut, it doesn't feel very healthy. No. Um, so I, I think for, for people to actually turn around and say, actually, I'm just having a really bad day today. I'm anxious about reopening or Straight away, it just gives you a little bit of um, familiar ground.
0: Yeah. I think Uh, it probably, there's probably some normalizing in there. So if your mind is in a place where you're feeling anxious or you're worried, or you go back to this range of emotions that everybody has been going through. I referred to it in the middle as a, a a Corona coaster, a Corona coaster of emotions. And it just was this like massive, and even now up and down. And it yeah. feels like we move forward a little bit and then something happens and we move forward a little bit and something happens. But if you sense or people around you tell you they're going through the same thing, then yeah. all of a sudden your mind goes, ah, oh, that's okay yeah. then. We're okay, we're not broken. Everybody else is feeling the same. So, again, it allows that this is okay to do this.
1: There's been a couple of things that have really, um, I've repeated to myself in my head. So, obviously, the storming, forming, norming thing seems to keep happening. So, there's certain scenarios where my my anxiety comes through um, because there's change ahead. So, obviously, the storm's happening and then it sort of subdues a little bit. And it becomes normal yeah. and it keeps happening, you know, on a weekly basis. We have these announcements and you yeah. go, oh my God, what's going to happen next? And then by the end of the week, you're still going, okay, I've got my head around that. Yeah. That's now become, you know, becoming normal and I understand that. Yeah. Um, and the other one as well is as long as I'm doing my very best, you know, uh, that I feel like I can physically and mentally do, yeah. I can't do anymore. I'm okay yeah. with that. And I know that sounds like a little bit of a get out clause. And for anybody that knows me, I'm the most determined person there is. You know, I won't let any of this stop me in my tracks. Why,
0: Why did you say then that sounds like a get out clause?
1: Because I think sometimes it sounds like an excuse because.
0: Because you can't do any better.
1: Well, but, but like, but it does, doesn't it? It sounds like an excuse for certain people. It, it sounds like it's like that whole shrugging your shoulders. Oh, well, I've done my best. Yeah. You know, but, so that's about my personal standards and, and everybody's personal standards. But, you know, you have to have some, some meaning to that sentence, don't you? You know, what's my best? Is it working, yeah. you know, till 11, 12 o'clock at night, which I could do? Um, is, that, is that possible? Is it healthy? You know, no, you know, I'm happy to work 10 hour shifts and work on weekends if I need to, but, you know, I'm going to do my best and I am doing my best. But if that's not good enough, there's nothing else I can do.
0: Yeah. But interestingly, in in therapy, we we refer to that as uh, being good enough because quite often what happens is we start to compare. The stuff that we're doing with other people's standards and other people's values, and it's so important that we are able to look at ourselves and go, "I'm doing everything I can right now, everything I possibly can," and accept that and go, "I'm doing enough." As opposed yeah. to going, "That's as the best I can do." There's a real, there's a massive difference between "That's the best I can do" and "I'm doing good enough." Uh,
1: that a huge that difference. could be. Yeah, that could be a reference to society in general, isn't it? You know, if you looked on social media and things, we have this massive pressure that people are doing better than us or looking better or healthier than us.
0: (laughs) Social media, exactly. Are we really going to believe what we see on social media?
1: Well, I I hope on the back of all of this. I mean, I have weekly meetings um, with the business community um, that is like mentoring and, that's been really, really powerful for me to be yeah. able to relate to the people. I don't feel like I've sort of stepped away and, you know, I've lost track of what's happening. Yeah, um, It's good to hear from other businesses yeah. that are obviously doing a variety of different trades. Yeah, um, And for people to go, it's all right, we're going mm-hmm. through the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think communication has been, going back to your original question, has been a massive help and support yeah. Uh, through all of this for me. Uh, there's times when I've not wanted to do Zoom calls and, and talk to people, and but but actually it, I, it's just been so powerful.
0: Yeah. I
1: think I've come out of this uh, liking people more and wanting to support businesses more and um, you know wanting new work, especially to survive more. Yeah. It's made me really, really passionate about the sound.
0: Yeah, there, has, um, there is a real sense of uh, being local at the moment. Yeah, there is a, there is a real sense of all of those brands—the Davidsons and the Beyond Coffees and the uh, Doncasters—and all of those independent retailers that have stepped in, completely stepped in, and and started to deliver and make sure that us, the the, the public, are still getting what we need. So, and I, and, and I have, this has been said a hundred times, a thousand times by many people. I really do hope that continues and I hope people continue to uh, stay local as as, often, as much as they possibly can.
1: Well, you know that I'm massively involved with a lot of the community support groups and your yeah. business club, the retail clubs and things like that. Um, and after speaking to varieties of different salons and other businesses from outside the area, we are so lucky to have the community that we have yeah. because it's not happening in a lot of towns yeah. you know um this these groups and um they're, they're not in many towns that we know of i mean yeah. new it's new it's great because it's not too big and it's not too small so it, yeah. it means that we can do things like that but you know we, we, we like friends more than business colleagues yeah
0: no it's a it's a really it's a really powerful powerful community i'd love to see on the other side of this some sort of uh i don't know some sort of gathering or some sort of celebration of what everybody has achieved through this period so i mean just just not an awards ceremony as such but just something that marks this and looks back at this and goes Wow.
1: A big
0: party, big street party. Yeah, a, a, yeah, but a party with purpose as well, a party that actually marks and goes, we did really well. We did really, yeah. really well during, during that time. And everybody pulled together and the business community pulled together and everybody just supported each other. Uh, I've never seen people be so kind to each other as I have over the, uh, the last few months take taking away the last couple of weeks and what's happening uh, in other parts but in general people are being kind and slowing down and speaking to each other and it's so pleasant to see that it's so yeah, nice
1: definitely definitely gratitude yeah well gratu- there, gratitude
0: kindness and compassion uh there have been points where i sense that they're in short demand but i think that says people people have hit brick walls at different times and I think everybody has hit a brick wall at some point, maybe on more than one occasion, which is absolutely fine. Uh, yeah. And what you were referring yeah, to earlier, the, the Corona coaster and all of those emotions, all over the place.
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. It, it's tough, but, you know, there's got to be a lot of good that comes out of this. What's important to us, um, yeah. It, yeah, I, I think has to be the, the number one thing. And, I, and I'm sure, going back to it all, it's, it's going to be another strange change isn't it so another storming forming norming yeah scenario because we're going to go back into it and you know uh they're suggesting that uh, there's going to be redundancies happening in the economy and yeah. so things are going to be changing massively sorry about that that's uh, obviously got something to say as well <laughs>
0: Sorry about that, everybody. We got interrupted by a very loud barking dog and somebody knocking at, knocking at the door. Uh, there's the, uh, the consequences of working from home, as I'm sure that everybody has experienced in the same way. So uh, the salon opens when?
1: So we're, we're back in on the 4th of July, which is a Saturday but we actually start operation on the Monday, so the 6th of July.
0: Okay, so people are taking appointments from the 6th.
1: So, yeah, we are. our plan of action is to contact every client that has had a cancellation yep. um, starting from week one. So we're going to be starting that later this week. And yep. then once we have got all of those appointments accommodated, we're going to be opening our, our appointment book up for anybody else. So, uh, yes, we'll be operating from Monday the 6th.
0: So if somebody was listening to this and they uh, they didn't have a cancellation, would they contact the salon? Would they wait for the salon to contact them? What would happen?
1: What we're saying at the moment is give us a call, uh, drop us a right. message. If you phone the salon, it will take you through to uh, another contact, which is fine, yep. um, and just let us know. Obviously, we, we can't promise anything. Uh, one of the things that we're we're still looking at is – Loyalty and um, we've got a lot of loyal clients. We just want to make sure that people understand that our priority is to, to look after the clients that looked after us yeah. um, and to be as fair as we possibly can. Yeah. Um, one thing I would reiterate is that we are working on less hours because yeah. we we've, we've sort of got a reduced team now. Um, so there's less appointments in a week. So it is going to take a little bit of time to get through, but we are going to do our best.
0: And in terms of uh, changes and safety within the salon, what can people expect when they come back in?
1: Right. So um, the first thing we've we've made sure we we do is make sure we've got a social distance and space in between each each seat. So we've yep. taken out uh, five of the ten seats, so there's only fifty percent capacity in there. Yep. Um, each salon chair has a screen in between it. Mm-hmm. So if you're a client, you would be sat with your stylist in a sanitized space with a screen in between. Yeah. Um, the, the flow of the salon is really simple to, to, to follow. We have uh, sanitization stations as you walk in. There's directions as you go around the salon. So everything's got little screen things, uh, poster, boards. So you just have to follow those. Um, we ask you to, to wear a mask at the minute. Okay. Um, but we'll be letting every client know how it works just so yeah. it's easy because there's a lot of anxiety around it isn't it you know when you yeah. go out what you're meant to do and um are you meant to wear a mask you're meant to wear gloves but we're going to make it really simple um and as safe as possible so clients understand
0: okay you're quite right there's there is an awful lot of anxiety around at the minute in terms of what do we do what do we not do uh so i guess people they just need communication don't they Clear communication. But they, they, know yeah, when, when, I think they know when they come to your place that they, you have their best interests at heart and you want to run a, a safe and effective environment for them.
1: I, you know, I, I think this is a reflection on, on us as, as business owners or people. Um, for me, it's something that I, in day-to-day life, has re, have really struggled with, uh, social distancing in yeah. supermarkets or, or going out to a petrol station. So, um, and, and I don't know whether that anxiety is over the fact that as soon as I get to an establishment, is there social distancing in place? Is there masks? What you know? What yeah. what's, what's the rules? Are we? I I, um, I went to the petrol station a couple of weeks ago, and it was a service station on the A1, and it's quite a big one. I was the only person with a mask in there. Yeah. On, uh, in there, and actually, it made me really feel, feel really paranoid yeah. to the degree that I took it off, um, which shouldn't be the case. So you know, I, I understand it and operate my business. I don't want people to feel like that Yeah, and be really clear. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that it's safe. Yeah. Um, and we're going to manage everybody that's in there too. So I just say to people, just let us manage it for you. Yeah.
0: I think there's a lot of anxiety around at the minute. And, and I, I, I've said this a lot of times. I think people have to do what they feel is right for them and not necessarily follow what other people are doing it has to be what's right obviously if you walk onto public transport and the guidelines are that you are you're going to wear a mask then that's what you're going to do you walk into a salon and they say you're going to wear a mask that's what you're going to do or you don't walk yeah. into the salon it's all about yeah. choices we still, to, we still get choices yeah
1: yeah there has to be regulations there absolutely it? i, I yeah. think that yeah. i think it would be far easier if if you know the government's uh, made it very clear that we all did the same thing yeah. Um, so if you, you go out the house, you wear a mask or yeah. you, whatever. But I think at the moment it's, it, it is so optional. Yeah. Uh, people that I know don't even have masks, yeah. you know? So for me, it's, it's really important to be uh, socially responsible. Um, and you know, as far as the salon, the business concerned we are going to have a strict policy in place that yeah. you follow the guidelines that we put in place to protect other fellow clients to protect ourselves yeah. um it, it it has to be the right thing to do yeah excellent
0: thank you so much for being with us today thank you so much for giving us your time <laughs> uh what would you like to leave people with what little uh not so much words of wisdom, words of wisdom but any any little nuggets that you would like to leave people with
1: um, I think I, I, it, there's a word, a unity, um, I think it's working as one. We, yep. We're all here. Um, don't be scared, scared or afraid of, you know, now's a great time to open up. It's it was a great excuse to talk to our friends and our family about concerns or anxiety or depression. Yep. Um, obviously, this is about mental health. And I think, it, you know, this, it, it, it's highlighted a time in our lives where, yep it's okay to say we're anxious because we're going through it together. So, you know, whatever we're going through, we'll go through it together. Uh, Just look in your periphery. If there's people that are struggling, pick up the phone, do your little bit in your little bubble. um, And, you know, you'll you'll help so many people um, get through this. And and You never know, you might save lives, which is fundamentally a scary thing. You know, people that are going through this are going to think there's no escape. Yeah. Um, so just remember, it's it's a big thing, isn't it, mental health? I know I'm oh, going to do my bit.
0: Yeah. Connection is key. It's absolutely key to just letting people know that you're there and for us all to know that everybody will go through these blips, these yeah. uh, this, this rollercoaster at different points. There is no right or wrong. It's just it's all there for us to do.
1: It, yeah, and even the strongest of people, you know, people that have probably never had never even thought about their their state of mental health. Um, but I think even those people will be struggling yeah. right now. Um, and, you know, like I say, don't be afraid of talking about it.
0: Yeah, I can say through experience that a lot of people have been triggered. And like you say, a lot of people that have never really felt anything before all of a sudden are starting to feel this was, particularly in the early days, was this was such a big thing, such a big trigger for a lot of people that, even though now as we roll out of it, as I refer to it, it's still important that people recognise where their mental health is at and take care of it, absolutely take care of it.
1: But I think as you say, we roll out of it, I'm not entirely sure. For me, my anxiety is still as heightened as it was in the beginning because there's this unexpected, you know, what happens next? Will it come back? What happens if it does happen again? So you know, I don't think we can really forgo or or just excuse the fact that we're going back to normality. We're not. Um, no. and this for, for certain people is going to be heightened anxiety. Um, so, you know, we, we don't want to go back to normal.
0: No, well, I'm not sure that people at the minute feel safe enough to completely roll out of it, but what happens as the world begins to pick back up and things start to function again, my fear is that people will just roll with that, but start ignoring, yeah, start ignoring their mental health, and yeah, I'm like, we have, we really have to acu- be acutely aware of what's just happened, uh, yeah, and even if that's in, you know, what if that's in six months' time, eight months' time, or ten months' time, then that's fine, that's absolutely fine, because at the minute it's a little bit like after, you know, with grief, and I've talked, I've talked about grief a lot during during these podcasts, and it's a little bit like grief, what. Well, Happens a lot with grief is somebody dies, and people get busy organising the funeral and the wake and everything else and all the paperwork and the admin that needs to be done. And they go back to work, and before they know it, five years have passed and they haven't even grieved. They haven't it's even like grieved. It's like shock
1: syndrome, isn't it? Completely it feels like and, shock.
0: Well, there's a there's a level of uh, PTS there as well. Uh, so it for me, it's important that we we do stop and we recognise that. This has been a most unusual time and we have to take extra care of ourselves right now. But I would say. And
1: others, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you would. I would say. Thanks, (laughs) (laughs) Kev. Thank you so much for being here. You've been a great guest. Remember that we are looking for uh, podcast guests. Podcast guests. I will say that again. Uh, Personal stories, business stories, just experiences of uh, your corona time. Really, I think it's really, really helpful for other people to hear other people's stories. So, if you've got a story to share and you you don't you don't mind lots and lots of people listening to it. I don't think we're talking millions, but a lot of people listening to it, then please get in touch either through Radio Newark or direct on Guthrie Therapy's Facebook page. Send me a message and I will communicate with you. Uh, thanks again to Les. Thank you for being here. Uh, take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be safe. And I will be back soon. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later. Radio.